0: Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 8, Episode 6, Stark Raving
1: Mad. I'm your co host, Denali. I'm your co host, Ryan. I'm your co host, Jace. And with us today, to coming dun... out of the West Corner, the biggest, baddest motherfucker from Moscow, Idaho, ever there was. Oh,
0: wait, no, that's
1: DMCA, probably.
2: Sky Amy!
1: Hey! <sighs> <Manuel> <AbsolutelyStadionics gasps> <do> <Tribe>
3: hello uh my <laughs> name's Kimmy. um i still identify as a washingtonian i'm only eight miles
4: from the border that's oh, okay that's better, that's better yeah. still we'll, we'll get out the sharpie and carve it on the map for you yeah
0: <laughs> i we won't introduce you as an Idahoan. don't worry about that i will edit okay, that out uh welcome to the show dog you're a you're a longtime listener first-time caller uh how does it feel to be on good boys gone bland be honest
3: um it's like pretty terrifying but uh yeah yeah it's good to be here finally uh <laughs> Yeah, long time listener, been here since the uh, Delhi Dudes days. Yes. And, uh, oh, so you man.
1: know the Delhi Dudes. Yeah, yes.
3: and a uh, lobster cane, uh, yes. all that yes. good stuff. Oh,
1: man. We're working on that.
4: It's music Someone in my ears. Who I, knows hate, the I lore. hate having to reintroduce that concept every single time.
3: <laughs> oh, no. It's like every time it pops up, I'm like, how does people not know about these? See? Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: See, see there? Fans yeah. nowadays are fucking coddled, all right? They like to be spoon fed everything, all right? We got a fan who pays attention to the details. Um, and we're sorry, Kaimi, you've listened to probably a lot of our hours of, of our bullshit uh, oh, thus yeah. <laughs> far. Uh, we thank you for sticking with us, <laughs> for finally coming on. And I'd also like to apologize
1: uh, for making you watch this movie. Yeah, uh, I think I think oh, we, yeah. um, I don't know when we put this, okay? Because normally we try not to give yes. any type of review about the movie no, yeah, no too review. early. No but opinion. I often get a- chastised. We were having a short conversation about this <laughs> before you jumped on, Denali. And I think personally that yes. Ryan didn't uphold his civic duty as the first <laughs> watcher of the film to say, hey,
4: this is a no
1: go. Hey, guys, do it. Uh... Okay,
4: no way. Because let's get something real straight. Like, I'm in the middle between you two guys on like what's acceptable content. Okay. And because Jace lets anything fly and now he doesn't let anything don't fly. drag jace <laughs> jace's and, name but no that's what that's kind of what i do and i but i'm always the first person who watches it and so i'm not gonna go in every week and be like hey this isn't my movie somebody else picked one a couple times we've had some drama where s- someone picked a movie and someone else tried to veto it so yeah. i'm not gonna put myself in that position every week of being content police this, that's why we have this little disclaimer that we can do all we're gonna say is
1: audience at home, Uh, watch at your own risk. (laughs) Because this movie, if this movie got some fucking problems, (laughs) was a baseball game, nine innings would have been over in 30 minutes. What? Yes. A lot of strikes. Um, A lot of strikes. (laughs) Very good, Jace. Uh, Set
0: me up. Pretty good. That's good.
1: I
3: mostly blame Jace for making me watch this, though. Just throwing that out there. Wait.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah, so this might have been a mistake. I'm a little This
4: might have been a mistake on our part in, like, getting a guest on for a movie that we didn't know the content of and also having that guest watch it before all of us have watched it necessarily like that's really funny i think that's great
3: (laughs) well i I got the info for the video like and was it stark raving mad so i I googled that and i find a tv show i'm like wait what is this okay but i find some other movies (laughs) that weren't this one and i was like okay wait is this the 2002 movie yeah did you you watch the the tv show
0: before instead? Uh, no Okay. <laughs> so it took it's a while to find it, but though.
3: then I saw the movie, I guess, and then the budget was what five million, and the return was like fifty thousand, and I yeah. thought, well, that's strange. <laughs> and then it dawned on me this was a straight to video movie, and then I was like, oh no, I got I got to watch this now.
0: Yeah, that's how you know it's good is when it's straight I, to video. Yeah.
3: And then I popped it in and was just immediately just shocked. So.
4: <laughs> yeah. The fir- okay, we can't we can't. I want I to go no, on that no so reviews. bad, but like yeah. The the intro to this movie is amazing.
0: It is. Um we will we, we'll get we'll get into that. But Kaimi, kind of, I mean, you're you're coming on at, at an interesting interesting movie in our uh, kind of repertoire. And folks at home, if you haven't heard of Stark Raving Mad and you're the type of person who just listens to movie reviews before seeing the movie, um, don't feel bad because most people don't know what this is because it was it never had a theatrical release, as you guys said. Um it's kind of like a black sheep in the Sean William Scott catalog. I think Maybe kind they of? finished making it. <laughs> That's a pretty yeah, aggressive
1: it's, statement, kind of. It's
0: kind of. Some of his movies are kind of like this. Um, but then I feel like they saw the finished product and they were like, holy fuck, we cannot release this in the way that we did. But, Kaimi, I was curious, do you have any experience with Sean William Scott as an actor? Are you are, Were you familiar with him? Or
3: Oh, yeah. Um, shoot. Okay, what's the first movie I watched was uh, Dude, Where's My Car? nice i was nice. hanging out in my uh my older brother's friend's house and my parents threw me along with them just to like get me out of their hair i think but mm-hmm. i must have been like six or something and i did not understand anything um but I, <laughs> I remember my parents were kind of mad when they found out i watched it and i was like yeah it had funny birds in it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they oh, realized the ostriches. ostriches yeah, yeah. Ostriches. yeah. yeah. I don't think they realize that like none of the offensive material like entered my brain no. at all. No, that and that's that, and that's um, kind
4: of what I remember about that movie too. Is like I I watched it as a kid and then I watched it during the pandemic and was like, what the hell? This is this is an end of the world movie. Like that. Like even the plot of the movie didn't make sense to me as a kid. Not like forget the you know inappropriate stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's the that's the Sean Williams Scott special baby you know I... <laughs> he's like a fever dream that you have from your childhood yeah and
3: then he just pops up randomly in other movies he kind of always has like this uh it's like cool guy vibe sort of yes. like, uh, yeah yeah cool i call
0: that the shibby the shibby meter for me is how cool he is in the movie to me in a very specific way have you seen any other sean william scott movies like you know i'm assuming american pie you know kind oh, of oh i actually or? uh
3: so I somehow did not watch American Pie until like a week ago. I didn't Ser- see a wow. frame. Okay, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I did not see a single frame of that movie for 28 years.
2: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no.
3: God. That's, a, no, that's, I just, that's. I just gave yeah. it a go. And...
0: <laughs> I remember watching the FX version of American Pie after seeing like the original uncut. And I think it was one hour long. Like, I think they cut <laughs> out so much of that movie. Um, d- does it hold up? Does it hold up at all? Is this thumbs up, thumbs down? Yeah. Um. I don't think That's a does.
3: complicated <laughs> question. <laughs>
1: yeah. One that That's we what will probably okay. have to will be answering in the next few weeks.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to watch that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, cool, man. So, I mean, what, like, in your mind, I guess, kind of what does Sean represent to you? Like, does he elevate the movies? Like, what's his characters like? Like, what's your opinion of Sean, I guess, when you see him come on the screen?
3: Ooh, um...
0: You can answer freely, you know? It's like, Sean's not going to come on here and kick our asses yet. He's he's a really nice guy. So like, seems like a nice guy. He could probably yeah. kick all of our asses, though.
3: Seems so. cool, uh, wholesome, funny jokes and stuff. I think, or yeah. at least in my memory, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's I, all I going
0: have... on recording, and we're gonna we're gonna flash a montage of his jokes <laughs> right after that sentence.
3: <laughs> I, I do not endorse any of those. Yeah, jokes. yeah. As <laughs> <laughs> a disclaimer, but he yeah, just got like really good. Like um, I don't know what I call it. Like cool older brother energy. You oh, guys agree
0: great.
4: with that? That's yeah. good. That's yeah, maybe I would, the thing I've been looking for. Yeah, it
0: is kind of cool older brother energy. It's like the type of dude who would maybe like let you smoke a joint or something. Yeah, and let then just shoot like borrow gun. your Metallica, like like CDs. in a desert. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got cool older brother energy. C O B Cobb, big Cobb well, energy. He might be like
1: no, never mind. Yeah, I think we're going off. The rails here. Okay,
0: <laughs> if okay, so I'm like I was wondering with you with you guys. Do you guys have a dream Sean William Scott role? Like, I mean, would you want him to be like a superhero? Is there is there a role you'd like to see him in? Because he hasn't been in a lot of like a lot of movies recently compared to 2003. You know where he oh. was in like seven a year. You know.
3: Yeah, I haven't. Let me let me think of one. I'll pass it on to yeah. Ryan Jayce. do you have one?
4: So like I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but I would have loved to see him as Venom in Spider Man Three. Yo, yes. But also. At the same time, I was thinking like, you know, he's never been like the lead in a movie. He would do like great and like quasi
1: action, <laughs> maybe Star kind of mad. like three other movies. Uh, heist movie. Okay, yeah.
4: And uh I that question's been answered.
1: I have a problem actually with <laughs> yes, this yes. right now. Um you know, We don't, there are movies that we discuss that aren't, mm-hmm. that haven't been watched on the podcast, Right? you know, like, oh, Schindler's List, oh, This. if you can pretend that those exist, you can pretend yeah. that the Sean William Scott movies we haven't watched yet, where he <laughs> is the leading <laughs> actor exist, Ryan. What are you talking
4: about?
0: we're operating in the (laughs) fiction that we don't know other movies exist outside of our repertoire um i feel like sean would be good in one of those indie movies i mean kind of in the same vein as goon but like almost like he's starting a spaghetti shop or something and you know he's like he moves back to his hometown and he's like a big business guy from the city and he wants to just make spaghetti all the time
4: like a hallmark movie no
0: no not like a hallmark (laughs) movie but (laughs) like pretty hallmark movie you it know, sounds like maybe it. Maybe he meets like a, a nice romantic partner who's like spaghetti stupid. My parents were killed by a spaghetti truck, and then he shows them the true meaning of spaghetti.
4: <laughs> yeah, Is this dude. that movie with Ben Affleck? I've, have you ever seen the yeah. Hallmark? movie? Okay, fine. Yeah,
1: I surviving that idea. Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Did he just describe spaghetti surviving no, Christmas? <laughs> surviving
4: no. spaghetti.
0: Surviving spaghetti. With
1: Sean William Scott, it would it would work. What do you? That's uh, not
0: Kayemi, what do you think about pitching Christmas movies except you replace Christmas with spaghetti?
3: I mean Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> I mean I, I can see him doing some kind of like rom com stuff. Um, has he ever done this? Yeah.
0: Rom com too.
1: I don't has know. Has he done a rom com and American Pie models. does not count, yeah.
3: No, Roll that models. is not a rom com.
1: Um can I pitch something? Yes. Yeah. Ghost of spaghetti past is just crazy. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Wait, so he has diarrhea
4: like 13 times in the movie. <laughs> and uh, there's ghosts, and they come up it's like, I am the ghost of Spaghetti Future. This is what spaghetti will look like in the year 2030.
0: It's all NFT spaghetti. <laughs> you have digital. to have a password to access it. There's a Star Wars spaghetti special <laughs> where all the characters just, <laughs> just make meatballs. <laughs> Is that you guys think Die Hard's oh, a spaghetti movie?
4: Oh, that would be good. They're just there for a spaghetti party. Yeah, it's
0: a it's no a, it, it's, it's it's a tower that just sells spaghetti. <laughs> what What do you think about these jokes, Kaimi? Is is this is this, <coughs> out of ten? Um, just one one through ten. Just can well, we get a live rating I of our of our? Give it
3: a bits. Give it a solid eight. Solid eight. A solid nice. eight. Oh. Wow.
0: Okay. A solid two meatballs. I think he's not on, on a curve. <laughs> That's pretty good. And we'll check in with you, uh, you know, kind of every once in a while on this podcast to kind of give us a live rating. We've been trying to implement some type of live chat, kind of like Twitch, but also just have one guy do it
4: yeah. during, <laughs> during us talking. Okay. I want to uh, ask this question, partially to you two, but also to it's like, How much do you think that this podcast has helped your ability to watch terrible movies? Like, like this great, mm. terrible. Because I, I was talking to Julie while we were watching this movie, and she, I mean, she made an admission against interest, so it's available to be put on the record. Okay. Is that she said that, you know, this movie's not that bad. Like, she she's able to, like, finish this movie, whereas, like, when we watched 90-something movies ago, you know, she was turned off by stuff in the Ben season, like Surviving Christmas. Right.
0: And, which is fair. It's a terrible movie. Terrible. Yeah.
4: Mm. Like <laughs> in context. Like and I, I think that's a good point too, is like now I watch these movies and I it's not that I appreciate them. It's that I can there's always like the grass is always less green and I can always say like it's not <laughs> airplane five. <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving, is usually what I, I usually what I compare it to. Because like remember we watched that weird Welsh New Year's horror movie? <laughs> Like, um, that wasn't even bloody new year yeah that was worse than this
0: did you ever that see bloody really new was... year kaimi
3: i have not seen that
0: of course not it's it's a terrible movie it's made in the 80s is uh, it
3: even like so bad that it's fun to watch or just like I think it's, a it is. slog yeah
4: i think ah. it is see because uh, yeah, i like but,
3: watching bad movies like
4: that well that, yeah. that's what i mean it's like the thanks killing defense right is that in, in a way it's funny if it's bad on the purpose, and and that can be a defense mechanism to where people are like, well, you don't get it; it's just bad on purpose. But they haven't shown us that they can make anything good, you right. know. So like this movie, I think is someone's like honest attempt at being good.
0: It was a and fifty therefore- million
1: dollar attempt at being good. <laughs> what? It this was, was a
0: five million dollar attempt.
1: Five million. Oh, it was only five? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank God. It was oh, fifty. I think man, someone would have died. I want
1: to live in Jason's brain <laughs> oh, the last ten minutes oh, when he thought wow. it was fifty. thank god
0: where'd all that money go (laughs) that
1: studio had a gas
4: leak sean william scott was about 4.9 million of it yeah but yeah but i think so right like what do you guys think yeah i
0: think being able to talk about bad movies for this long or at least listening to other people talk about them um, i'm able to see the humor in it um, but i also think my toleration of bad content now has soured because of the amount of hours that i've watched bad content I think now when I start seeing a bad movie or show, I get so angry because of the amount of life minutes I've used watching bad movies. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I can't fucking do this right now. Like, this is not going to be turned into content. I cannot watch this. Oh, out, oh, you mean like outside of the podcast? Outside of the podcast, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think in practice, maybe it is funny to watch a bad movie like this one, but not not to give a review.
3: No, I had to power through this. <laughs> <Like> usually, <laughs> yeah. usually, if I like turn on a movie where there's parts of it that aren't working and it's like a solid, just middle of the scale, five out of ten, like I'll just yeah. turn it off after twenty minutes. But,
4: oh, oh, um, that's interesting. So, wait, wait, w- wait. Let's let's break this down a little yeah. bit. Five out of that- ten might be your cutoff. I mean, just absolutely mediocre. That's fair. You, yeah,
0: your time's um, valuable, Kayemi.
4: Like, man, that maybe puts it in perspective because I we rate movies below five all the time. Yeah, so oh, you're no. like. Wait, a, how do you guys rate? I
3: rate like you know, like yeah. the bell curve, and yeah. five yeah, yeah, is yeah, like yeah, perfectly yeah. average. Is that that's no,
0: how exactly. I do
4: it? No, yeah. you're that's exactly right. Yeah,
0: I I kind of grade like if I do a five, sometimes I will say that's average, but that is a failing grade to me because movies Man, are supposed to move me. I should
4: look at. I should that's look why they call my... movies. What?
0: Because they, they move, they move people.
4: That's why they're called movies. I think they're called movies because they move. Agree, like disagree. moving picture show house. Okay. Mm,
0: you look at best Nerd. picture this year. There was like a, 10 nominees for best picture, right? So I th-
4: I thought this was going to be yeah, I'm not paying attention to you. I thought this was going to be better, different, but like <laughs> I'm on my Letterboxd account and there's I have 8 movies that I've rated a half of a star out of 5. I thought it would be more. But I, they're they're all from this podcast. And then I have 15 at one star. And I think they're all from this podcast.
1: So Kaimi, will you watch like like a 0 to 3 is like a oh, movie yeah, totally. you might stick around for, but like a three to five or like a th- three point five to five is like a
2: Yeah, it's like it's not, not
1: bad even enough worth to be my time.
3: <laughs> Yeah, not even bad enough to be interesting, but not good enough okay. to like Yeah, that okay. just that middle ground between so not, three to seven is kind of Okay, so
4: it's not like a cutoff. It's like you you have an interest in the extremes. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Okay. Interest in the extremes.
0: Yeah, I mean like, there's so much good movies and good shows out there. There's literally just piles and piles of 10 out of 10s nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's like you can't, you just, you, you can't waste your time with these fives, you know? There's there's just, there's thousands of hours of 10 stuff, you know?
4: I think it's culturally enriching. I think it's fun. It, it puts things in perspective. If you're just looking at 10 out of 10, you have no context. You have no context right. for how those things happen, what you know, separates the wheat from the chaff, or... Is that the right metaphor? The cream from the crop. The cream from the chaff, yeah.
1: The spaghetti from the sauce, you know. Okay, just, there we go. shit, shit like that. Loop around. So, the milk from um, the Hershey's. Those are both from the good cow. things. Hmm. Kaimi, do you have one? Uh, Look around. Ping, Just
4: find anything
1: ping, on your wall
0: and make something? a metaphor about it.
3: The the can from the drink.
0: Yeah, nice. There, there it is. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm getting the hang of this. There we go. That's improv, baby. You're doing it with us. This movie. I mean, not to not to spoil anything, but it, there's stuff that's involves heists, right? We said that earlier. Yeah. There's 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 heist elements in this movie, and, and it got me thinking about uh-huh. safes and about heists. <laughs> like, is there a way? that we can make safes more safe? Is there a way we can design a better safe or or more security for, like, statues and shit and gold bars?
4: Ooh. Yeah, because, mutually assured destruction.
0: Oh, nice. Mutu- okay, so... It just explodes. Exp- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, like, how all the lasers are visible in most movies, maybe make them not visible anymore so that people will just pass oh. through them.
4: I think that's I think illegal, dude, because then you'll get cut. Like you'll you'll have a security guard who doesn't know they yeah. haven't been turned off walking around in the morning doing the detail. Yeah. Sliced yeah. right in half.
0: Well you
1: think the lasers They're slice not them? slicey lasers, Ryan. <laughs> They're point A to point b g- gate
0: switches. What are you talking about? They make the bomb go off. They don't they don't slice people
4: <laughs> What?
1: A what laser if, is just pointed at an optical sensor, and when it stops hitting the sensor, the alarm goes off. They don't cut anybody. Alright, this is too science-y. What if the whole room You guys aren't making any
4: sense, man? And I've never seen I've never seen anybody touch one in a movie. That's so good. how do you know that they cut people? How do you know they don't?
0: <laughs> I've seen Resident Evil where a laser did cut somebody once. Boom. What if the room was one laser? Like it was there was no spaces in between the laser, but it was just one Fucking cut laser is one How beam.
3: does the how does the laser not cut the opposite wall?
0: You point it away from the wall. It's got
4: a mirror. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, a mirror. Yeah, yeah. So it'll it'll. How just, does it, it not it'd... cut itself, Ryan? Because you put another mirror. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's infinite energy, baby.
0: <laughs> it powers itself and cuts anybody. Okay. Uh, let's think of maybe some non-laser solutions. Um, I'm looking at. Oh, candy. you
4: cover the whole thing in like powdered donut powder. Okay. Oh, and they don't want to get. Their... You can't get that stuff off
0: yeah and like thieves and like heist people they're always wearing like black outfits yeah and it'll get all over them and they're like oh shit i got a powder." Like, and it the worst would really slow them down they have
4: to in. sit there and suck on their fingers you know <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> how about instead of donut powder yes uh powdered peanuts
4: powder what? in case they're allergic what? in case they're yeah in case they're oh. allergic oh kill out of one of every hundred thieves <laughs> just yeah done-zo. there's a chance
0: is there a, a like a big Venn diagram of thieves and people who are allergic to peanuts? Is that like is that something that leads They're you both in to like
4: from society?
0: <laughs> you think the trauma of b- not being able to eat like PB and J kind of like leads them to this path of stealing diamonds? You know, Dude, this I've is got a... two
4: people in my office who have a peanut allergy. Okay, and I oh. s- I have this big window that goes into the hallway, like in- yeah. an interior window. And my chair is kind of unfortunately positioned right in front of that window. And I eat like two uncrustables a day. Two. And sometimes I think like if I'm ever like pining at that uncrustable. Yeah. Uh, the people who don't have peanut allergies, the people who have, can't eat peanuts, they must think I'm a fucking weirdo. But the people who have eaten an uncrustable, they're yeah. like, man, that dude's
1: living. You're eating an uncrustable outside of a window. Inside of a window.
4: I'm like in a zoo exhibit
1: ryan turns and faces the window <laughs> that people have to walk past no and it's a side goes, profile <sighs> <laughs> they're pretty good they're pretty good ryan they're delicious snacks uh maybe
0: we can we can leave a lot of distractions like you know how those uh there's like those dog like shows?
4: uncrustables
0: yeah like and they have I'm like making a bunch this of toys. joke long so
4: you can't just edit it out
0: <laughs> they have like a bunch of toys and snacks all along this dog when they try to make him run on the other side and dog? you leave all these Distractions for the thief, and he'll keep wanting to play the Xbox and Ooh. eat the donuts, Ooh. and he won't ever get to the, the diamonds.
1: I think if you literally combined the peanut powder with like some wheat. So, okay. you know, you hit hit a gluten intolerant person. Yeah. Right? And Ooh. then, and then you know, take out the other 90% of the population yeah, with some pollen in there. Yeah, but that's what gluten allergies do. I mean, it'll give them like a tummy ache maybe. Or, they're going like, to get caught? What? Well, oh, yeah. You think they <laughs> have the shit on the floor right there that they're not going to get well, caught?
0: At that point, you could just put poison in the room instead of just trying to target these yeah, people kind who of are allergic doing, huh? to the things. Is that illegal? I think it is. To booby trap, yeah, booby. If you put what it in the context booby of a booby traps? trap,
4: yeah, I had to learn about that.
0: Okay, uh, what if you increase the amount of guards a hundredfold? Like instead of having like one guard, you know, who falls asleep and they sneak past him, you have six hundred guards standing inside the safe at all times, and they rotate out. And you just have there's so many guards
1: that you actually can't even walk past them if you wanted to. They're it's all like shoulder those to shoulder. Boom! Yeah, I get yeah. hired as a guard, and then I steal it during my rotation.
4: Or in this movie, Fuck. you could just hire a single guard.
1: Yeah, hire a single
4: guard <laughs> for the <laughs> Maybe a thought?
0: What if you keep? Okay, what if you make a door that's smaller than the diamond?
4: Oh,
0: they can't. They can't walk out with it.
4: Yeah, nothing can break diamonds.
0: I mean, but a lot of things can break doors. <laughs> Is there anything else? Is there any other nope,
4: good ideas? There's nothing else. Um, An octopus. Let's move on. What?
1: an octopus an octopus yeah put an octopus in the room it's not like inherently a trap but if you come in and try to steal the thing oh. that the octopus is imprinted on it might attack you It'd you know confusing. we could put
4: one of those green screens that has you like said moving like on
1: a, you don't get to participate in anymore. front of a karaoke
4: machine <laughs> okay and you could have the karaoke machine playing music and then be like oh, yeah and then there's a little video monitor and you, it, you can see what the green screen is showing you and it's like you're on stage
0: yeah, yeah. And then like there's the lyrics, coming. and so as they're singing karaoke, there'll be a part in the karaoke lyrics that say, "Say your name and address here." Right. And he'll accidentally say it into the microphone, yes. and boom, you got him. got him. You got him pinned. So that's pretty smart.
4: Okay, now we can move on.
0: Okay, I think I think we can stop a robbery pretty good. Uh sh- you, you, <laughs> you guys want to get into <laughs> the the movie itself of uh Stark raving mad.
4: Yeah, that's fine. Whose was it? Can I Why, didn't shoot you-
3: I am Listen. not emotionally prepared for this,
1: but we can jump in.
0: <laughs> Wait, it was Jace's pick. That's right. Mm.
1: And um, mm. Kaimi Jace... texted me and he said, "I want to be yes. a guest. We should watch this movie." And I, I do not know that. that you can disprove. <laughs> that. Oh, so Kaimi picked this movie. Uh, do
0: you want to say? Do you? <laughs>
3: I just I hate everyone. No.
0: <laughs> Jace, you say you
1: this, this synopsis.
3: I'm actually not the, confident that I know what happened. The
1: only good thing <laughs> okay. about this movie is the premise yes and the premise of this movie is that sean william scott is indebted to a gangster a gangster that has a a terrible reputation for dismembering and otherwise mutilating people that work for him and the gangster who deals primarily with a triad because this entire plot is centered in chinatown wants a statue of the chinese god of fire and revenge to complete a set of four statues that historically, if you had all the last person to own them, was an emperor during a certain dynasty. I don't remember the Han which dynasty, but it was the Han dynasty, was the last person to own all four of them. And they thought he had mystical power. So he deals with the triad. He's like, get me the statue because if I own all four of them, it's really gonna fuck with their head. And then, really, the, um, they're trying to steal the statue out of a bank that's next to a nightclub. And uh they've gotta beat the security of the bank in a few different sometimes interesting ways to steal the statue and to set Sean William Scott's character free yeah, yeah. there's and a then, lot of lore in this movie, yeah, and then yeah. the
3: whole movie starts with. Sean flipping off a lion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
4: could we go, Could we go to the intro? Because like I put this movie on, I didn't know what was going on. And I thought that like, you know, maybe this was like a nature documentary thing, which I guess it kind of was right. I, I thought maybe it was some character background. Yeah, he
0: used to he used to hunt lions with yeah. his fists.
4: And, yeah, it uh, would, mm-hmm. and then I also want to say, like, I thought we would never see a longer credit scene than in Final Destination. Right.
1: Oh yeah, wow. But <laughs>
2: that's
4: this what thing, I'm saying. This thing said it was an hour and forty minutes long, and I think it was only like an hour and twenty minutes long because the credits.
0: That's what I'm saying. Movies used to have interludes. Like they would have a fucking whole score and you would see the whole damn cast before it even gets to the title sequence.
4: And he's number like, one,
0: right? Of he's course, number one build. Of course, who could be above him? Well, I thought he
4: might have had an and starring or something, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, and it was interesting because he's staring down a lion, he's flipping it off. It's clear that it's like some kind of metaphorical dream sequence, and then it goes into this '90s techno intro
4: monologue, which
0: like, and it's like flashing all these images in your face. It was a statement.
4: Yeah, a dumb statement. The does- color grading on that on that scene was unbelievable. I thought the whole movie was going to be like that. It was, huh.
0: it was a little wild. It definitely, you can definitely say they made a stylistic choice. Yeah. All right. That is, that is for sure. There was style in this movie. Um. This movie was actually released in 2002, January 13th. You guys mentioned it was straight to video, only made 54,000 in a box office, probably in some small theater in the middle of Kansas or whatever. But this was a pretty big box office weekend, kind of like a historical weekend and I wanted to see if you guys knew what was number one, uh, January 13th, 2002, number one in the box office. I'm almost afraid to even give you guys a hint.
4: Spider-Man. It
0: wasn't Spider-Man. It's a, okay. What's an obtuse hint I can give you guys? It has an old man in it. Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings. It's Lord of the Rings. Oh It's Fellowship oh. of the
3: Rings. <laughs> I was going to say like Shrek 2 or something.
0: Shrek 2, uh. <laughs> This was number one 26 days into the box office, made $4.6 million, oh, wow. followed by A, a Beautiful Mind in Orange County. But number four on this list, by the way, this movie is not on this list all the way down. <laughs> uh, number four is another iconic movie. I want you guys to get guess this, and I'll give you a hint. It has eggs in it. What week? This movie was in its 24th day. So what was that, like four weeks? It has has eggs, eggs in it? It has eggs.
3: What kind of eggs?
0: Um, I would say uncooked. Alien. It's not alien. <laughs> oh, that's a good guess. It's a good guess, but this is 2002. Evolution. It's not evolution. Okay, let me let me maybe narrow this down. It's got someone who's really smart in it. Some might say he's a genius.
4: Oh, a beautiful mind. No, I just said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's about a really smart guy who's maybe fighting some eggs. Oh, Schindler's list. It's Jimmy not Schindler's, It's Jimmy Neutron, boy What's genius. Jace. With your second box office game win,
1: I think that's the uh, first the time I've ever
0: actually I yeah. have ever <laughs> actually gotten
4: a movie right. I was pretty close with Schindler's List.
0: <laughs> One of these weeks, it, it is going to be Schindler's List. Kai, okay, have you ever seen Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius?
3: Oh, I have not.
0: What? It's a great, just it's a, a great just a TV movie. show. Dude, yeah. we need to do
4: Nickelodeon movie season.
0: Well, I was going to pitch an egg movie season where it's uh it's it's movies <laughs> about eggs. You, that's good. Could, like, could
4: you get Yeah, like you, alien you, you, eggs, like species eggs?
0: Yeah, so you can do alien, you can do Jimmy Neutron, you can do Oh, pulp fiction. Is uh, that have Oh, it has eggs in it. Yeah, you're right. Uh pulp fiction. Let me just look up egg
4: movies real quick. No, don't look up egg movies. Look um, up egg movies. So during the intro of this movie, not I don't want to say the intro of this movie because the intro is, is freaking nonsensical. But like the first scene where a boy is talking, right? Doesn't he have like a long monologue to the camera? Like it's a fourth like wall breaking monologue? Fourth
1: wall breaking monologues, <laughs> man.
4: During do, do, that whole time, I didn't, uh, I didn't listen to a word he was saying, right? It was hard to like hold your attention because yeah. it's so distracting. And... All I was doing was I was judging his acting performance yeah, same, <laughs> it's because same, I was yeah. like, dude, he's finally got it. He's finally got his one major role. Let's see if he hits it, dude. Let's see if the reason he hasn't been cast is some, you know, Hollywood politics stuff. No. Yeah. So let's, like let's
3: opening decisions. Like, Let's have him like peeing at a urinal, smoking yeah. a cigarette <laughs> and have him just look as cool as possible.
4: And that's well, that's one <laughs> reason why I don't think why and it's that, like necessarily his fault like even though i don't think his performance was good at all like i can't say anybody else's was and i think that this might be like the worst script or directing i've ever seen i actually found a
0: quote from sean where he's like uh oh they wanted me to just talk to the camera but i really pushed for pissing in a toilet and smoking a (laughs) cigarette with my back to the camera so maybe it was his fault (laughs) that's not true he didn't do this yeah, like it was hard not to judge his performance because he's talking right at you, right? Do you guys think he really nailed that opening monologue?
4: I mean, nailed like if like, we move the goalposts.
0: I really feel like he maybe had it in him to do it. Like I think right. he does have the, the ball skill got to off do it. the ground. Yeah, but I think the director or whoever was was doing that scene needed to have him do like another take. Cause I was not buying the rogue badass from this dude. Like, his, his delivery was completely wrong for that monologue.
4: I was thinking... I was comparing him to, like, Chris Pratt, right? Like, like imagine if Chris Pratt kind of, like, did this, like, tongue-in-cheek monologue to the camera. Right. But he has to kind of, like, rely on his personality and his wit and his way mm. of, like, emphasizing on certain words... It's like he could have leaned on his like humor chops to yeah, make that, that's the, what really I mean, sell these. Yeah, I guess that's what I but mean. But yeah.
0: they're selling him, kind of trying to rebrand Sean retroactively as this dangerous badass. You don't know what he's gonna do next. But it just it wasn't delivering yeah. for and me. Meanwhile,
4: in, in his course. career, most people are like. Isn't that dude from Dude, Where's My Car?
0: Right, right. They're not like
4: building on this idea of him being a badass.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit of a tough start. I think they could have done it with some different direction here. But right after that, we see some other actors in this movie, and I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes. And as soon as they start talking, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The acting is so atrocious. Ricky, the club
1: owner, the DJ.
3: Can I actually read from my notes here? Yeah, Yeah, Um, please. This is the right after the monologue um quote, What is this script?
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, right? My I think my third note is Did this ruin his career? <laughs> like, <laughs> like conversely, my first thought was like, Okay, maybe he didn't have the chops to make it. Maybe this movie was yeah. his shot at being a lead man and he just didn't work. Second thought is like, okay, maybe he signed on to the wrong project and like the writer of this tanked his career.
1: Yeah. Hmm. He got the rundown after this. And Oh, he did? that was a huge yeah, success yeah, yeah. Oh, 03 was, was his biggest right? year oh. oh
0: um after this movie came out but yeah i mean i agree this was like watching a
1: porno parody of a better movie that doesn't exist that's like, what i oh. want to talk about See, you asked yeah. what i think his best role could be or what role i'm envisioning him in and this movie remade in 2023 sensibilities I literal I legitimately think this could be one of the better heist movies it could have oh. been cool conceptually it's interesting yeah well Jace, so you mean like because there's like
4: the fifth element style like subplot to it right where they have to like get these things and figure out this lore uh, Is yeah that what now mean? that you ta-
1: you're kind of talking me out of it <laughs> 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 so, actually the the droning techno really was probably the worst part oh, of this movie
3: that's another note I had um yeah I says I guess this movie is just going to be like this the whole time. Just yeah. booms, 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 booms. <laughs> just an hour and 20 minutes of techno.
1: Were you on <laughs> I, your surround sound or did you have I your had, speakers uh, on? Surround sound
3: headphones. Oof. But yeah,
1: it was just That's pounding.
3: way worse.
4: I was going to text the group. So th- this goes back to our conversation about like me not calling it audible. In that I didn't want to text you guys too much, even though I was having the time of my life watching this movie. I didn't want to text you too much and taint your pers- like perspective of it going in. Because I went in completely fresh. But I was going to say, like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to turn my surround sound system off. <laughs> because, like, it was nonstop, guys. It, even though you have a movie set in a club, you don't have to have the club music playing the whole time. And if you do, please license actual club music. Don't just, like, make your own. I
0: actually liked the 90s electr- electronica in this movie. I thought it kind of added to the vibe. I mean, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it was annoying. I thought it was kind of cool.
1: Like, well, no, okay. I think the difference here is I liked the music. I didn't like when they were in the hallway and my speakers were going <laughs> in my ear for no reason. And it's like, ah. I guess when you have cheap TV speakers
0: pointed directly at the opposite wall, it d- you don't notice it. Okay, yeah, yeah.
3: When you just have that music at that level, just so high, like the high energy the whole time, it's just
2: well, right. just exhausting. Yeah. And, it, and it could fuck the-
4: up the pacing. You know, like I always think about and sometimes talk about how I view the the pace of a movie and like not only in scenes that have rising tension and or lowering tension, but like where the tension is relatively. And the music serves a great purpose of, you know, letting the viewer know you need need multiple things to tell you where like what the tension's like. And if tension is high all the time and it's not a freaking Guy Ritchie movie, then it's not going to work. Like, it takes a lot of skill to write a script that has the tension at maximum the whole time. And this movie, I think, you know, it went from one hijink to the next. And the music is an example of how they didn't understand how to play the down moments. The down moments are like the anchors in a high tension movie and it lets the audience breathe. Sometimes in a down moment, you don't want like important dialogue explaining the plot. Because the audience also needs to maybe divert their eyes or maybe like let their central nervous system reset for a (laughs) second. And in this movie, I totally agree. Like the music was high when it should have been low and the dialogue was low when it should have been high. In the movie's defense,
0: they did have the club owner be like, the music's too fucking loud. You got to turn that shit down. It's going to be too loud for everybody. Well, the director's like, we're going to put that in there to, to make up for that trust me
1: oh uh, you're right but he just d- didn't want to get shut down by the police or like the fbi agents who were in the club but for- yeah
0: what was that- were in- it was a different it was a different thing
1: okay i appreciated like, that i appreciated yeah. that there were fbi agents in the club the entire time that were very suspiciously searching for something they were they were doing their job and then it's kind of like i guess maybe a red herring because in the end they were just there trying to Bust some dude who is selling drugs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the FBI agents in this movie added like this this tension that I, I didn't think really needed to be there. But like there's a recurring gag in this movie where Sean's team are like drilling through this wall. And they're, like, drilling and trying to explode the wall, which, which takes about 90% of the movie. But, like, everyone and their uncle ends up down in that basement at one point. They don't even put, like, a chair in front of the door or lock it. Like, the FBI people come through. Like, all these random club goers. The Chinese food delivery guy comes through. That was and which is it was it was pretty funny it was pretty funny i like what uh, one of sean's lines was that this would go down in the books as one of the worst heists ever done by by a human being and i think it, w- it was kind of fun in the movie's defense to watch that unfold
4: yeah but fun but not fun right like my my view of it was that this was just a compilation of snl skits from when sean williams got hosted snl and they were just like no this is not funny at all let's just book them and they uh just edited it together like a movie because there was that one scene where the, yeah, when the FBI agents come down to the basement.
1: What, Chase? Has Sean William Scott hosted SNL? I do not think so. And I don't
2: know.
4: When the FBI agents come down to the basement, there is like a three minute long scene where the pizza delivery guy, who's not supposed to be there, is pretending to be an electrician. Right. That and was funny.
2: <laughs> that was for good. a
4: couple minutes, they just look at each other and nothing is said on the screen, right? It's like the falling scene in the rundown. Like, it's longer than anything that parodying it should be. So, like, it feels like, it literally felt like dialogue was edited out of that scene. I think so. And
0: Sean has been on SNL 2001.
1: Oh. Hosted. Uh, or well, been on. Hmm. Is there a difference? Uh, he's
0: hosted, yeah. Usually they huh. don't.
1: A year um, before this, before, before this movie. This.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so maybe they did take from the reels, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, th- there was a lot of weird edits, but also uh, there was a lot of whooshing in this movie. Like you can take a shot oh. with every whoosh, where it was like whoosh,
4: whoosh, and then things would flash.
0: Yeah. And
3: then... Had the audible record scratch. Yes. Sound
4: in there. And, and the,
2: then this, it was, the, like... the,
4: the, it would go back and forth. So there's that scene right where he's trying to leave the room where they're doing the drilling. He just turns around to leave. And then the film just skips to when the door's closing. Like, he just disappears like a fucking ghost, right? Right. I... We had to stop. We stopped for, like, 10 minutes because me and Julie were laughing so hard. Like, we we lost it. And because it will I don't know whether that was purposeful or not.
0: I don't think so. I don't think a lot of times... <laughs> like, what's it, it when does? the
4: movie's that like, bad, where well, you can't tell yeah. if it's funny because... Or, like, kind of a stylistic choice... Or whether they are literally incompetent and they didn't shoot him walking out of the door. So they just have to let it close on its own and they film that.
0: Yeah, there was moments like that, but then there was also stylistic choices that were intentional. Right. Because there was a part where Sean William Scott, in a threatening way, grabs the DJ's balls and starts squeezing them, (laughs) and there's a triple take of, like, triple replay take of him grabbing the guy's balls, Uh, like, you're supposed to, like, do different angles of that like it's an explosion.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, (laughs) Like, what came first? Did they they not shoot enough B-roll and then be like, oh, crap. Maybe if we just like make this look like it's a record skipping that people won't yeah. realize.
0: <laughs> it was kind of like watching things like you wouldn't download yeah. a car. Huh? You take that aesthetic and apply it to a whole movie. That, yes, this
4: dude, movie. that's good.
3: Yeah. You guys ever own like one of those plastic balls that would like expand and like...
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Those, did he, did, those science okay. balls. Yeah. I
3: kept seeing this guy in the movie. And it just kept (laughs) taking me out of it. (laughs) Just one of the extras, he's just jumping up and down, expanding his ball. What?
1: (laughs) You didn't see that guy? What are you talking about? I I, saw that every single time. I was focused on
3: that for the entire time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is that a rave toy? Because I've been to a lot of raves and like I've never seen someone with one of those expando what? balls. <laughs> They're like, chur, chur, chur. You've
4: been to a That's lot I of I raves? Of like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm in college, man. Like to Imagine go like raves.
3: going to the club
4: and you're like, oh, I got to bring my expando ball. Yeah, You <laughs> get to the front of the line and the security guy's like, what the hell is that? It's like, it's my little <laughs> ball. It goes like this. It's like, you're not
0: bringing that in here. I think it was a casting call, and they're like, "Bring rave toys." And some guy brought his science mm-hmm. ball, and they were like, "Yeah, it's good enough. Just fucking keep it." It looks. <laughs> I want to bring one
4: of those like cylindrical squishy things that you can get at the arcade. Yeah. That like have like the little seahorses and stuff in them. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the things you can't grab. I
0: think is I there, I'd is bring there... like
3: a grown yeah. tube if I was going to a rave, like or oh, oh that's Pretty
4: good.
0: The
3: what? what? I'd bring two of
1: those. A grown yeah. tube.
4: What is that? You, know, well, you, you turn it upside down, and there's something in it that goes. Turn it back right set it up and it goes, whoa?
1: wait, you can't but have could something hear that, that, that makes <laughs> more
0: noise in
1: a ray? <laughs> you can't have the gimmick be making noise, it has to be visual in a ray. Wait, Kylie, mean, would you go up to somebody, like push yeah. their ear hole closed, and then put it up next to it and go, <laughs>
4: Hey,
1: check this out, check this out? It's like, I'm at a concert, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> oh,
4: that's funny, dude. That's a good.
0: I would bring like a
4: like a battery pack
0: and like one of those glow orbs that where you you stick your hand on it and it makes lightning, oh. you know, when it comes out. That's like a pretty untapped rave market, like a like a
1: battery power. How many glow batteries glow do you need to power that? I don't You're know how much energy that is. a car battery on your back. <laughs> just... Touch the globe. <laughs> no, <laughs> somebody accidentally grabs both of the connectors on the back. Uh,
4: Did you guys notice? Speaking of the rave scenes, early on in this movie, like one of the first rave scenes, it's just a green screen, right? When he's sitting at the bar talking to his friend for like the first time, and he's like in the club, and there's people dancing in the back. I think the whole thing was a green screen. I didn't notice that. The huh. only time that it's, it's not the rave isn't a green screen is when he's walking through the crowd. And then it's just like people in a hallway.
1: So did they use footage of the rave on yeah. the green screen? to? When I,
4: whenever he wasn't on screen, it was just like random footage of like people dancing in the rave. They had that footage and they used it in this movie repetitively. And then they played that in the background on a green screen when Sean William Scott <laughs> started to talk. Is that why I keep seeing the ball guy? Because it's the, Maybe, just the same Maybe it's just on footage? a loop. A loop.
1: <laughs> I, they, they definitely had the ball guy, Kaimi, in different, in scenes where he was doing the ball differently or at different locations. <laughs> what? It's yeah. just How seven
3: you... hours of this guy playing with his ball, like, the entire night. <laughs> That's yeah. why
1: I want to ask Denali, like, do you think yeah. this movie would have been a good movie to be an extra on?
0: Oh, I mean, I would love to do a rave scene. I mean... Honestly, like as someone who works in the industry, please, um, this 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 scene was probably done in like a day, you know, or, or like where they would just have like everyone show up. They pay like fucking 300 people to like dance for eight hours and they get tons of just footage of doing it. Well, not and tons. Then they just Yeah. And, and they taste it over everything else. They, uh, I mean, it might have been cool. It looks low budget. I don't know if like be good snacks or mm.
4: it's know, lower budget than the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they go to a rave. That's you know. true. I mean, it was a pretty good set piece. Like I will say, what? like there was yeah. a lot of
0: costumes. I agree. Pretty expansive. It was like multi leveled, and then everyone had like rave toys. That was like a pretty good. Um,
4: I don't agree. Like, I was man. surprised I, by it. I didn't. It. <laughs> I didn't feel like in some rave or party scenes, it feels huge, like Blade or the new Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. There, there's like these huge, expansive scenes, and you someone has to like push their way through an entire crowd. And this. He just, like, leaves the room where they're drilling and in two seconds is, like, at the bar where they have all their conversations.
1: Like, cheers. I thought it looked expansive. There were three floors. There were people pretty well packed. And I think that the yeah. the, the, sep- the separate thing of this is is like I don't know that the movie's trying to give us the thought that it's going to be like a shoulder to shoulder rave because it was like oh this club is never open this late obviously the guy doesn't want to be open they posted oh, fl- right. they posted flyers for not DJ fuck you um yeah was it DJ Max <laughs> something like that yeah. <laughs> something it's supposed super. to be
0: like TJ Max right and then it's supposed to be <laughs> I mean there was a shot that definitely sold me I think that was like the first panning shot of the whole thing. And I was like, Oh, it's kind of sick, but I will agree. Like those other scenes where he's walking through, it didn't really sell me like the scene where he's pulling a snake off the FBI agent's face.
4: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the snake scene, right? Maybe my cognitive abilities were not at 100%. But why was there, like, what led up to there being a giant anaconda in the middle of this club and nobody caring? Well, there was, you remember
0: one of the performers said they had a snake. You know, like they they were going to bring it on stage, but they probably lost it. Do you remember, Ryan? You're looking at me weird. I don't He's... remember. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, how could we trust any of your criticisms if you don't remember this movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, was, there was like a hint at a snake earlier that that there was going to oh. be there. But I mean, it, it was kind of just like a random gag. And then Sean saves the FBI agent from the snake by beating it in submission uh, with a giant dildo. Um, and then
4: absolutely <laughs> yeeting that snake into the next state, <laughs> into
0: the crowd, <laughs> like the crowd screaming I, like, as a fucking anaconda just
2: comes over.
3: I, I did like actually like, really laugh when later on the movie the snake's there again. He shows up with the giant dildo. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> but like that got a laugh out of me. I was just so confused. I think, I think I did laugh because, like, I didn't understand what was going on, and that just kind of my nervous, you know, impulse. But also, like, d- don't those snakes weigh, like, 200 pounds?
0: Uh, pretty heavy. I've never thrown a snake, but it does not look like a super fun time if you have one land on you.
1: The continuity of that gag where we see the, the drag show performers come in, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I think that's when they mention for the first time that there's a snake. And then the guy be like, hey, have you seen Chad? And the guy's yeah. like, who the fuck? Why would I know who Chad is? And he was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. And then Chad ends up being the snake. That was yeah. Okay, that was That's what I thought was going on. And he's trying to ch- talk and then Chad And then you guys down, said someone like,
4: mentioned a snake. And I was like, what? So okay. I
1: think they mentioned a snake performer. And then we get the yeah. isolated scene with the guy who okay. owns the snake. So we, we all just agree calls it there Chad. was a snake.
4: <laughs> con- yeah, the continuity yeah. was, I don't, I don't yeah. remember seeing the snake again. Like, Kiamy said.
0: Well, there was Snake Cam. Okay, Ryan doesn't yeah. remember this movie. It's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I have to rely on my what, notes. Uh, one thing that was kind of confusing me about this movie. I mean, it doesn't matter. But, like, the, the club owner, they, like, tie him up and they put him through this, like, BDSM torture thing. And the But, like, the club owner, he knows all of them are in on the heist and he, this doesn't get resolved at the end of the movie. Like, he's just going to implicate all of them. Did he? Didn't Like, n- he got punched. He got assaulted by Sean. Like, he oh, got punched oh, in the face and yeah. hit with a bottle. And he's like, I know you're fucking up to something. And then in the news, there's going to be, like, some guy drilled through the basement of this club into a bank. And he's going to be like, oh, I couldn't have been Sean who punched me in the face and acted super weird over the past 24 hours.
4: Yeah, the I think this kind of goes back to uh, what I want to talk about is that I think this is a faction movie. Right? A, a faction movie? Is that a thing? Yeah. Is it a faction we talked movie? About this? What are you talking about? We talked about this okay. three episodes ago.
0: <laughs> you said you like movies with factions. Yeah. So I, it's just, it's a movie with factions in it.
4: Yeah, a faction movie. Okay,
0: okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 okay. Like the uh, rundown of so the like
4: faction movie.
0: I just, I've never heard it said like that. I think I was confused. So it's it's like different gangs and Okay, and, and we can edit all that And we'll, okay.
4: So I sound smart. So this is a faction movie, right? And it just wasn't clear about which faction, like you know, was working with each other and the club owner kind of was like was his own like mini faction, I
1: guess, in some you're, way. You're
4: saying it like it's a genre? Is, is yeah. a faction movie a genre? We can't, we can't go back into this because then I'll sound like a I'm dummy. I'm
1: confused. We for... can. Yeah, I don't know that it, I'm not, I'm not on the same. No, Star Wars a faction fact. movie? Lord
4: of the Rings. Lord yes. of the, the Rings. Dude, he yeah. gets it. Yeah. You know, yeah, when there's like different fact, like uh, Isn't every Fast movie and the a furious. movie? No, Fast and the Furious faction movie. There's like different, sides and they all want a piece of it
1: and every the main movie is a faction like, movie if there's no, a protagonist no. and an antagonist
4: <laughs> the main character is like hey guys i'll get what you okay. want you know yeah. you guys want this think about the departed like okay you guys want this you guys want this you guys want this and the main yeah. character is responsible for like you know tricking them all
0: yeah that was fun, like seeing his interplay between the different oh, games. Oh, I was criticizing and- it, but
4: yeah, you can you you can totally think it's fun.
0: Okay, I was trying to help you out, Ryan, but okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, but you you didn't you didn't like how uh, there was there was
4: too much going on. I like faction movies. I just I just thought this movie did very poorly. Like kind of balancing the maybe different I elements. think I think the problem was this movie didn't understand what a faction movie is.
0: So you're, you're, again, you're saying it like it's
4: a thing. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. So,
0: what, what is a faction movie then? Like, what you know? We've just
4: done this. It's where there's multiple groups of people, and they both want the main character to do something. Usually, those interests are at odds, and the okay. main character has to usually pick a side or yeah, figure yeah. out how to cheat
1: them all. So, you're telling me that *Ella Enchanted* was a faction movie? <laughs> yes.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you, you, just, you didn't think they did it
0: well basically is, is the these the, like yeah you know balancing these different elements and making it compelling right. uh which which i agree with too like it was hard to get invested i think in the danger of this movie especially with the appearance of the second gang leader where he's like i know you man you should have stayed the fuck out of chinatown and it was just like he appeared too late and i'm like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> like i don't need another guy in here another thing about gregory who's the main villain in this movie. He allegedly kills Sean William Scott's brother, which is why this is all being set in motion. Sean's trying to get revenge, but also pay off his debts. Gregory had like the worst evil guy voice I've ever heard. Amber was actually walking by when I was watching <laughs> this, and she was like, what the fuck is that voice? He was like, you're going to be working for me now, Sean. Like he has this, this voice that you do when you're evil in a movie. <laughs>
4: And it was so hammy. I, like, couldn't. It was hard hard to pick his brain, too. Because, like, in some scenes, he would be a total badass. And if you let one word slip, he would, you know, his thugs would beat you up. Then you get Ricky, who is, like, Sean William Scott's friend, to just prattle off some conspiracy to him. And Gregory doesn't do anything. He just sits there. Yeah, yeah. And so I think maybe that, like, Gregory's not really that big of a badass. And Sean William Scott just, like doesn't like him or he's like really gullible
0: yeah gregory's character i just i just did not buy it it was just another element and it kind of just like made me think this whole movie it's i always make the lead poisoning joke or like everyone has a gas leak but it really did feel like there was something wrong with everybody in this movie um, like if I walked into into a room and everyone was talking like this, I would ask for them all to get MRIs. Right, like it just and did
4: not. We haven't yeah. talked about this either, but I feel that especially with the rest of the crew. Okay, so let's get this yeah. straight. This is a heist movie where Sean William Scott is the leader. Doesn't okay. really take part, but he's the leader of a group of ragtag criminals who know how to get into banks and steal stuff, and they're terrible they're the worst criminals on the planet yeah (laughs) and instead of like that being brought up for laughs their inability to perform the job that's placed as an obstacle for sean williams got to overcome right like the driller likes to get high and get really drunk and he accidentally takes some substances he didn't want to and so he can't drill anymore okay well then this other harmful stereotype does something that's you know maybe not the best to display on a movie screen And Sean Williams got to take that guy's job over. And I thought it was clever. It was like something I had never seen before. But at the same time, probably for good reason, like that's not a very compelling story arc. Like him having to
0: overcome the incompetence of everybody on his team. And and like Like playing it up serious. Like, yeah. I thought so too. There was points where his team was so incompetent where I was like, what is the point of me watching this right now? Like the guy with the Chinese fish thing where he just keeps like fainting. And I was like, why is he keep picking these people? Like no one was holding it together. And it went beyond comedy for me where it just became frustrating.
4: What do you guys think about the idea? Like the way they were going to pull this off right. was that they were going to tra- time the charges, the bombs with the beat drop. And so he had to tell the DJ to play a certain song so that the bombers (laughs) could time it well, right? I thought that was cool. I thought that was was cool. It's
0: like... But like it was so wild because he was telling him to play it at a certain time and the guy was like arguing him. he's like oh fuck you man and like they're kind of going back and forth and he had to time it down to the millisecond of when that drop was going to hit.
1: Yeah uh, maybe antagonizing the guy that you need to do a specific job by grabbing him by the balls and threatening (laughs) to kill him. Isn't the way you should go about that? Yeah.
0: And then the bass drop gets fucked up like two more times in this movie. Plays the wrong CD. They just say fuck it at one point and they just detonate it again <laughs> anyways.
4: Yeah, it didn't it, it didn't really like... Also, the beat drops in a song can't be heard like 10 blocks away, you know, but a bomb going off is going to shake the ground.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to sound like a super sick drop if, it, you're, if the whole... People are going to...
4: It's going to make the... Club more crowded.
0: Yeah, the whole um the whole plot of this, like the logic of everything, the drilling into the wall, like seeing the visible lasers as he goes through, and then zip lining across, and then leaving all of their shit just laying around as they flee the crime scene with their fingerprints all over it, like in a heist movie. I don't care if it's supposed to be a comedy heist movie or whatever the fuck this was. It's got to feel airtight to me for me to, like, think it's, like, a fun movie. It's I've got to believe, like, these guys are smart as fuck, and they're going in, and it's going to be a sick-ass, like, gig they're doing. Um But if I don't buy that, shit doesn't work. You know, it wasn't working for me.
4: Yeah, I agree, because, like, I especially like heist movies where the characters are ahead of you, and that usually what happens is you get one rendition of how it's going to go down, right? And then you're watching it, and the bad guy starts catching on. And then you're like, oh, no, it's going to hurt. And the bad guy's like, ah, I gotcha. Oh, no, it's revealed that the main characters had a different plan that's on another level. And then you really? start, usually you get like a rewind or like a flash to a different location where they're doing something different. Like that's classic Ocean's Eleven. But... In this movie, we didn't have any of those snaps. And I like this metaphor where, like, you know, you have the audience in front of the characters and they're like, it's the change, the sudden change so everybody's put on the same level. That's what makes it interesting. This movie, it was just the characters stumbling through obstacles. So there was no sort of like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to do next.
0: You feel like these characters were miles behind the audience. Right. (laughs) Until suddenly at the end, they're like, oh, by the way... We stole the money instead, and you're like, "Oh, cool, Sean, that's <laughs> really cool. You yeah. did that instead of the statue."
3: Is there any clues at all, like during the movie, for that switcheroo? I I don't know. I don't no, think so.
4: like I think it just happened. We know that the money's there. I guess maybe that's what they. Th- that's yeah. He's, yeah, they give you one
1: little
0: droplet. Yeah, there was. I just didn't feel like there was any indication other than uh, Gregory saying, like, oh yeah, my safe deposit box is right next to the statue. <laughs> Why so make would sure you, you don't... say that? Why <laughs> make sure you don't drill you...
4: into that one. Why would you say that?
0: Sean, I got loads of money. I know you hate me. I got loads <laughs> of money in that safe.
1: <laughs> so make sure you drill the one next to it. To be To be fair, I'm fine with evolving character motives. And if his crew wasn't as incompetent as they were, and they pulled off the heist... Without a problem, he might have just, he may have just given him the money. But then Gregory, I mean, on top of killing his brother, which we find out at the end, really did decide to interject himself into the job and be a total prick about it. And I have, I have problems with that character mode. Like Gregory is just a big man child, I have to have it my way type of gang boss who is, you know, kind of weirdly able to like pick somebody up and force him against a window, even though, you know, (laughs) <laughs> he looks scrawny. And I think, so that kind of bothers me. Besides the fact that Gregory looked fly as fuck. Can we, you know... He looked fly as fuck. Those frosted cool tips ass go yeah. hard. Yeah, Gregory looked sick. I'd be like... He this looked a like small an anime
0: glasses. character. Yeah, Yeah, did. with like, the glasses and everything. I also... Uh, why didn't Sean just like drill a hole in Gregory's safe deposit box and then just put the statue in it? You know, he didn't have to meet Gregory later. He could have just put huh. it in his, his bank box.
1: Well, I think the implication of that is that the bank would theoretically know who owns what
0: what it's it is secretly put it in his box you
1: mean, yeah you they know? would be like james your statue isn't in your box anymore <laughs> it's in gregory's how did that happen <laughs> <laughs> and gregory could be like oopsie plausible deniability baby they'd, they'd also be like, finders keepers oh yeah that's true wait does
4: that mean a
0: security yeah.
1: guard at a bank could just finders keepers no anything finders they want?
4: keepers is the letter of the law yeah. man
0: it is a letter of the law. Um, the thing about like Gregory and Sean William Scott's brother in this movie, I had that spoiled, okay? And I know like that's how? not a big I deal. I
4: spoiled by the absolutely terrible <laughs> writing. You can see exactly <laughs> where they were going with it the first time it was mentioned.
0: I think like it was the, the streaming service. Maybe it was on Tubi where they had the description where he's like, working for the guy who killed his brother. Sean is stealing a oh. statue. And I was like, oh. And I'm watching it and he's like, I don't know who killed my brother. And at the end he's like, I knew how long it was the boss guy. And it's like the the music swells. I was <laughs> like, well, what the fuck, man! The,
4: I just the terrible <laughs> implication of that is that the person who wrote that blurb had to have watched this movie.
2: <laughs>
4: Did you guys catch the the name drop? Like
0: that's in all of Sean's movies at an hour twenty minutes. I didn't oh, think they were yeah. gonna do it.
3: Looking directly into the camera during a fourth wall break. Yeah, yeah, what? I caught that. I didn't catch that. <laughs> My eyes rolled back so far.
2: Because yeah. <laughs> so also, far, I got I got to yeah.
3: talk about that because. Yeah. How many fourth wall breaks did we have you had before that with Sean? Like six or seven.
1: Oh, like,
4: dude, yeah. where's my car? But like, yeah. that's
3: what okay, I thought I that the rule was spooky. like. Sean is allowed to break the fourth wall and talk right. to you about stuff. But then suddenly, what's the weird pants guy name? The
0: Ricky guy. Yeah.
3: Suddenly Ricky can do that, and he's like on a conveyor belt.
0: That was kind of cool. And, the conveyor belt. Yeah. <laughs> it was a
3: cool shot, but <laughs> it
0: was a cool shot.
3: I was like, I didn't know he could
4: do that.
0: He hasn't done that in the rest of the season, right? Like, this was the first yeah. time we've well, seen Well, no, him that's our last like
4: he, he did it in Dude Where's My Car with the uh, bomb at the very end. He's like, doesn't he look at the camera and be like, I thought watching those nature documentaries would not pan out to be anything. I thought he just says it out loud. Well, time to rewatch it. We got to rewatch it. I'm
0: not doing it. Can, uh,
3: we, <laughs> but... can we talk about how Bolsti's characters um, like nature docs and can speak Chinese?
4: Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's the continuity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, was, where does this fit into Sean William Scott's life line? Continuity arc? Yeah.
0: I think this is a direct line from Dude Where's My Car? From oh, Judging fuck. by
1: Kaime's Notes.
4: Okay, so That's why have, he goes
1: down into the rundown because well, we have, he gets all this money and then he wants yeah. to go you know, look for more treasure. Okay, That's so we right. have
4: <sighs> Final Destination. He in he's in he's in high school. Dude Where's My Car, he's a stone or bum, fresh out of high school, no prospects. Then yeah. we have Evolution. He enrolls in community college and helps save the Earth from alien invasion. And then in, what was the other movies we watched?
0: Bulletproof uh, Monk. Bulletproof Monk, where he is also really into, like,
4: kung fu in Chinatown. <laughs> like, there's I a lot like of weird, like... I feel like, like that's after this. So he goes... So he, so this movie... No,
1: he, this man can't go back to Chinatown after he commits this heist. Oh,
4: so it's Bulletproof Monk. And that's how... Oh, cause, yeah, he's pretty down on his luck. He's living in the upstairs of a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rundown or this one? This one? Mm.
0: I feel like the rundown is before this one because I feel like that's how he gets his gang connections is from the rundown Mm. because he like his dad's in the mob and he's on the run from his dad and he has to start over. And now he's working fully in the mob zone in this movie. We got a full continuity and he did get his head reattached after having it sliced in half when he was 17. And that's the Wow. It's uh it's a it's a pretty wild life that he had. Like, what is with Sean and having like fetishization of Chinese culture and like half of yeah, his, as
2: Even on soon his neck.
1: First <laughs> like, note. First note for yeah. me is like I yeah. see this you see the script and you text us right. right after that and you're like, something is about to go down. <laughs> yeah. I see the lettering on like the the opening title
0: thing, and I'm like why are they doing, like, this Asian-style lettering again? <laughs> like, am I going to be subjected to this? And then it's panning through Chinatown, and I was like, oh, my God, please no. <laughs> and there's even a Chinese food ordering scene, almost in the same vein as Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Where I'm like, are you fucking serious right now?
3: I was expecting a joke to happen during that one. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, and then put it in a bag and give it to me so I can right. eat it. I was waiting for that.
0: I'm glad that, that don't... didn't happen. It basically happened. <laughs>
3: like, I think it would have made the movie like maybe a little more entertaining, not better.
4: <laughs> okay, but. that's fair. That's a fair comparison. <laughs> Should we get into the reviews? Because we no, got four got to do.
1: One more comment. One okay. more comment. And I think it might have been... I don't know if it's... Well, it is tropic of the bad boy character, but mm-hmm. the tight black t-shirt without oh, sleeves, yes. heavily featured after the... Uh, pre-heist in this movie but also reminds me of like ryan reynolds in blade oh, which yeah. i think is after this And when when did the sleeveless tight black t-shirt become the shit s- i think post 99 definitely mm.
4: like it we're, was we're the, looking at- the guitarist for system of a town oh that <laughs> <back> in 1998 <laughs> he really set the fashion tone you yeah. guys never mind there was a meme i saw on instagram that's that made that joke yeah, Talk we're looking
0: arms. at like kind of the new metal post-electronica phase where everyone's like blacked out, looking like the Matrix. And oh, honestly, the Matrix! I think,
4: uh, you might have just explained it. You yeah, might like have just explained it.
1: Did they do yeah. shirtless though? I feel like they, they we maybe that was the the it's Kickstarter, ridiculous. but like you know, and then everybody started really getting into taking like nerdy boys and giving them steroids and getting them big pythons, and then they had right, to have right. their, their arms out, like. You didn't want to see Keanu Reeves with his arms out.
0: I mean, he looked great, dude. Once you see, you see him in a, in a in a tight black t-shirt in Point Break. Yeah. It was Oh, right. Before we do the review, we we were dancing around this and we're, we're not going to get into it. But folks at home, there was a lot of shit we didn't talk about in this movie. Uh-huh. There can't, was a lot can't of can't mention
4: s- entire characters.
0: Yeah. There was a lot of seriously problematic content in this movie that was so egregious that we're not even going to talk about it unlike what we usually do. <laughs> So just don't see this movie, okay? Just listen to our review and uh if you really have to,
1: it's on Tubi. Don't so. watch it for free on <laughs> yeah, Tubi, to. unlike the rest of the movies we've ever watched.
3: I couldn't even find this on Amazon for rent.
1: Right. Yeah. They've
0: That's yeah. Why I
3: watched it on Tubi.
0: Jeff Bezos was like, I'm not streaming this. <laughs> <laughs> listen, the union stuff I do is pretty bad, okay? But once this gets through my streaming thing, they're gonna come for me. <laughs> We'll,
1: uh, this will be the final straw.
3: <laughs> I, I got to tell you guys too. Is like it might have been like five minutes after I finished watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, thank God it's over. And then Jace texts me. It's like, hey, we have to call an audible on this one. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Why?"> <laughs> 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 Just
4: make your guest watch this little shitty movie.
2: we an Ice Age, dog. <laughs>
0: Maybe that maybe our audio will get lost. Yeah. and we'll have to re-record I, I, it. Anyways. I did
4: have a note in here saying that Julie said perhaps we should warn Kaiamy. And that, too late. <laughs> and I think, but that's the thing is too. That's what struck up the conversation about gaining resistance is that like you know you've watched a lot of the movies we have right, or at least you've been listening to a lot of the episodes.
3: Oh, I, I probably watched a quarter of them, yes. or I have watched so it, half of them. Oh my god! Them, you watched
4: some of these movies along. I with watched
0: our, yeah. uh, the
3: last thing he, he wanted. Oh no. god! That was no. okay, This movie's better than that. You didn't watch that? Okay, I watched 20 minutes of it, but it was I just mean, incomprehensible. Like, I don't even know. I
0: but, feel like we owe you money. Oh Like, my, I feel are. like we owe you some <laughs> repay, <laughs> some reparations here uh, for, for
4: subjecting you to that. That well, was terrible. Yeah. Also, that same conversation, uh, I, I do have to admit, it brought up the idea of a deli dude. Oh, no. Yeah. Deli dude, for those who don't know, I'm now obligated to say that.
0: Yes, we have to say it uh, every
4: time there are a band of superheroes and they work out of a deli in brooklyn and their superpowers are tangentially related to the deli and i thought the guy who runs the video rental counter in the back of the deli uh okay. he could be block boster man and he <laughs> could have resistance to really shitty movies and so like if you put him in like a, a crime or something nobody's gonna okay. be able to distract him by playing a terrible movie
0: Wait. So this is operating on the assumption that someone will be trying to play a terrible movie at our superheroes. Yeah, or like distract distract them them. with
4: commentary about one.
0: And so these heroes are really susceptible in this in this fiction, right? To be fair,
4: he could solve crimes at movie theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was thinking like his bad guy could be a telepathic dude who projects scenes from this movie into your mind.
2: There you go. And he's just. (laughs)
1: Does this
0: movie do psychic damage, you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It yes. did to me.
4: <laughs> I, I almost choked, you guys. I Emotional choked. damage. I was I was eating chickpeas and I almost choked. Um, but I also noticed that blockbuster Boster Boy would have been way better name, but I already wrote down man. And so oh. and I want man.
1: <laughs> Bluck Boster Boy. I like I like Bluck Bloster Man because it's you expect the boy.
4: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's the type of character too that you have to make seem kind of young. They're like, no, it's Blockbuster man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> is he doing a bit? What is
0: Blockbuster? Is is he doing like a is that is like alter ego or something?
1: I don't want to be sued by Blockbuster. <laughs> hey, wait. Um are the Deli dudes set in 2023 cuz I actually kind of get like the vibe that they're it's like they're yeah. like a 1997 era. Superhero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In
3: my head, it was 90s, I will
4: say. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's good.
0: It's definitely pre cell phones because if someone saw like a man creating <laughs> lettuce around himself, I think that would be like
4: very shocking We were relying shocking. on newspaper and headlines. It would,
0: yeah. And there's like, a lettuce man saves 200 from a fire. Like, yeah, it was a big <laughs> ball of <laughs> 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 lettuce like, shot
4: through the walls. <laughs> people would be like, I got to read the paper more often. I, I, can't, I don't know what the lead up to this is. <laughs>
0: It was made of mayo, and he shot through the sewer grate. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this guy with salami eyes he just kept coming out. It freaked everybody out.
1: We all just ran away. I turned myself in. Kaimi, do you have a, an ad to the Deli Dudes?
3: An ad? Oh. You can, um, you can like like, add
1: uh, a picture. I actually might have one. Okay. Okay.
3: This is a thing that I thought about for a while, like years ago. But um, he's like, I don't know what his name is, but he has like... um. Ability to like shoot fried rice out of his eyes, oh. like at immense pressures. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, yeah, yeah.
3: And he's also able to use that to like transport fried himself. If he, if he looks at the ground and he shoots rice at the ground, propels him through the air. And
4: Ooh, this could this be a some, good. This could be a good villain for Lettuce Man
0: this because is, the rice
4: penetrates the lettuce. Lettuce
0: Knight, Lettuce Knight. I'm sorry. Couldn't this guy's name be Fried Eyes? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fried Rice. <laughs> And so like, just like uh, Shitstorm, his eyes are a dimensional portal portal to an alternate universe where everything's fried rice. Do you think and maybe uh,
1: his his accident was that he was like, he came into the deli, if this is a bad guy, he came into okay. the deli and it was like, ah, I, I, don't, I can't get a fresh food for right now because I got to go work a nine hour shift. Yeah. And he went to the frozen section and there was a thing of frozen microwavable fried rice and he From put in 70s. a microwave at work. When he was dead tired, and it exploded, there was it's immense pressure, eyes. and then the, the and fried he looks rice in a nuclear lab. Like, ah! I always remember it was the
0: last thing I ever saw was my fried rice pack exploding in my feeling? fucking eyes. <laughs> is he blind,
2: guy?
3: <laughs> or does he have normal? Eyes? I have an idea. How about he gets back home from work late at night, and okay. like the scene is like you see him put the fried rice in the microwave, yeah, and he slams the door as he turns around, but the door like right. opens oh. back up. And then he oh. falls asleep, and then... Yeah, yeah. Radiation?
2: A, wait, yeah. So, so the fried the rice minutes. radiation,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, there's four minutes of microwaves, <laughs> and, and the thing that makes the microwave not go when the doors open is also broken. <laughs> so, does microwaves make you just combine with whatever food's in front yeah. of it as it's spraying at you? In is our the, world, yes. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of these guys,
4: I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need the deli dudes.
0: I'm Trader Joe's chicken wings man.
4: Every time, ever since that fateful day, I spray them straight out of my eyes. There would be a lot, probably, of like a lot more warnings on
1: packaging. Well, I'm Trader Joe's chicken wings, wings guy. Just be two chicken wings for arms. <laughs> <laughs> two, two fried chicken wings. They don't shoot out or anything, man. They're just fucking arms. They regrow. Just stabs you though. Some. <laughs>
0: They're delicious. It's still negative net calories. It's not even useful. I just eat myself and regrow myself. There's 17 other Trader Joe superheroes. Their snack selections are so good in the microwave.
1: <laughs> That's a great commercial. Oh, yeah.
4: They could be spokesmen.
0: Uh, let's get into the meters. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: fuck. Let's explain the meters, too. And we should also explain that we're a podcast. Oh, that marathons yeah. movies like we didn't do in the intro. <laughs> fuck. We marathon 10 movies of a similar actor or subject, and I will not edit this into the beginning. (laughs) Um, We're watching Sean William Scott. Uh, Jace, your Shenometer, your Sean Meter. Uh, What does this mean to you? What is a Sean Meter?
1: A Sean Meter is uh, a measure of how Sean performed in this film, how much he was in it, how shibby he was. How shibby. How older brothery he is i don't think we'll say what it means to everybody but um i'm I'm battling some things that are in between the movie rating and the sean meter i don't think he was ready for this i don't know that he was ready for this role and i think the directorial direction that was given to him in in this movie because of the script kind of made it not for him but at the same time i thought there were elements of what I've grown to enjoy about him. This is the first time, though, that I haven't because he was so early that I didn't like smile or laugh when he came on camera. Um, yeah and and that is like the biggest disappointment to me. And I think I've kind of noticed that over the past eight seasons that i've I feel like I've always the one who pitches the the worst movie of the season <laughs> and you know, um, I, I think he, he's got some of it. He doesn't got all of it. And for the shanometer, for what he can bring, I'm just going to give it a five. It's kind of obtuse. A five on the shinometer, Not
0: very high.
4: Yeah, I kind of agree with a little bit, especially with your last statement about you not being happy when you see him on the screen. That's kind of the whole point of him, right? Is that like he's not the bread of the sandwich, right? He's the good stuff in the middle. And in this part, he was the whole sandwich, and that meant a lot of him was bread. And I don't know if that made sense or not. But so I think he didn't have a caw caw. You know, that's what you you need to get a ten out of ten yeah. on the Seanometer. You have a caw caw. And he, yes, he was the bad boy, but he was the lead, and that's just not who Sean Williams Scott is to me. He's the firm number two, perhaps number three. In Evolution, he was number four. That's fine, okay. But like, he's number one in this. He's first in the credits. He's on the cover. He's obviously the main character. And I just don't think that's Sean. I don't think he's going to get any like bonus based on quality either. Right? Like this is the one person where I actually would like (laughs) penalize them for having a high quantity too. So like, man, I think this is down in the dumps. I'm going to go ahead and give our boy Swiss a one. A one shit, man uh Kai, do you want to do Do you want to go next
3: oh yeah i'll go yeah um all right so in my mind it opened up pretty strong we got sean william scott he's giving a big old smirk and flipping off the lion so
1: <laughs> wow yeah when
3: i first started the movie i was like yeah you look pretty sean william scotty not bad, so yeah. um but then the rest of the other hour and 20 ish minutes of the movie <laughs> not so much you got a few quick like one-liners here and there maybe kind of chuckle and a few things But overall, the high points kind of get bogged down by just the rest of it. So I might give him like a two or a three. I'll, I'll settle for a three. That's
0: very fair. Very fair. And I was kind of thinking the same. And Kaimi, you mentioned the beginning. Because at first, when I saw that intro, I was like, "Okay, that's like that's like pretty pretty much like our boy Swiss, Sean William Scott. He's staring down the lion. He's looking. He has that little smirk he does, the the DreamWorks smirk he always does on the front covers. But throughout the rest of the movie, from like the opening monologue onwards, I was like, "Oh no, they're not playing to his strengths. You know, we go into these movies seeing his our goofy boy going at it, uh, but he's not bringing it this movie. He I think he was totally misused." And strangely underutilized, even though he was in every scene. Like, I think they should have just directed him differently in this movie. Like, I don't know how anyone saw the takes he was giving and was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, let's just keep that one. Like, we've seen him in other movies. We know he can nail things (laughs) in a lot better of a way. And we've also seen archetypes before where people are like, bad boys, but they're also funny and charming. I wasn't getting that in this movie. I straight up just didn't like his character in this movie. I thought he was just like super smarmy. I didn't really find him that funny. Like all of Sean's charm was totally lost in like this fucking ether of, of, of the script here. Um, you know, it's like, I think he could be a leading man. Like I, I think he fits well in goon. Um, but in this movie again, he just, he just wasn't bringing, he wasn't shibby at all either, which is like a huge thing for Sean, for me. Um, so, so it just wasn't working. If you like Sean William Scott, uh, God help you if you choose a movie like this uh, to watch, all right? This is not a good showcase for him, and I'm actually glad that this isn't a well-known movie because I think it would have <laughs> it would have really hurt him if this came out. We're looking at his hot streak between 2001 and 2003 where he released like something like 12 movies, something insane. Um, I can't believe he pumped out a movie like this, which probably took a lot of time, a lot of energy <laughs> to make, uh, and, and it came out like this. This is going to be a zero. Like, I- I'm bottoming this shit out. Wow. I, there was, There is was mm. nothing in here that reminds me of Sean. I-, I wish I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I th- I, that's kind of why I agree. I'm going to post circle. This isn't normal, nor is okay. it generally allowed. I'm going to okay. come back. I'm going to redact to a three. I'm going to do this for two reasons. <gasps> Yesterday... I watched the new Super Mario movie after this, so I kind of oh. forgot a lot of things about this movie. <laughs> on top of it being terribly shitty, but um, and I, and I said it was pretty obtuse. I'm also very tired right now, so the five <laughs> was a lukewarm answer because I didn't know how anybody else was gonna rate him on the meter. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I Jace I loves this movie. Jace. I think a three is yeah, yeah. Uh, with That's what totally we what you guys totally have to say. And is, also, Jace. Uh,
4: but the fact that you gave it a five made me want to give it a one instead of a two because I was like, there's no way this thing should be averaging like a four.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> so we're just going to leave it. I'm just going to, but I'm going to leave my one.
1: Jace, you can keep the rec. You're the that's, record keeper. Yeah. That's. Do the, whatever uh, you think is fair. Yeah, I just could lie about affair. all of this. I could say that, you know, we <laughs> all gave the rundown a 10. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jace, what'd you think about the movie as a whole? What do we got for the movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to come out now and say that I'm giving it a one. Um, yeah. Uh, because I've avoided zeros in the past because, it, you know, Denali gets away with it, but I feel like if I do it, then we're going to start an argument yeah. with no. Ryan. And, <laughs> no, I was about to do a um, speech about it. Yeah. I'm gonna give we it can a fucking w- do zeros. People do zeros. No, I'm zero, going to, I'm going to give it a one. Uh, we had some pretty... I love what Kaimi said earlier. This is a video. I don't to call this a movie. Um <laughs> just starting off, like don't break this movie could have could be remade. It could be remade well. It could have been a good movie. It's 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 lined with with slurs from the mid 2000s that oh, don't hold fuck. up in twenty twenty three that are like really bad Jesus and can't Christ. come at like no time, like the a lot of people probably watched this when they were high schoolers actually they probably didn't watch this when they probably were about high schoolers six because it went to, it, yeah, yeah <laughs> it might have found it funny then um and then like the the bits of good and i'm not even going to call it bits of gold this isn't there isn't there aren't gold nuggets in this turd there's like <laughs> there's peanuts there's peanuts. In shit <laughs> and you're like wow i kind of like peanuts in my sometimes <laughs> um like if i think they hit on the science of the, I like, like I said, I like the premise of the heist. It was kind of cool that they had to raise the decibels up so that they could drill into the wall. Um, it was cool that they had somebody who was a computer scientist that was like, "Oh, I can hack this." Blah blah blah. Um, and that's kind of where it ends. You know, Ricky's ugly haircut was Help. just disgusting, <laughs> and, and an artifact of the 2000s that I don't want to be reminded of. Um, I thought the bottle gag—the one. There are two pieces of trivia on this movie that I could find online. And one of them is the bottle gag when they try to hit the bar owner in the head with it and it doesn't break. And he continued acting through the scene because it actually did not break on his head. That makes me so sad. And then Sean William Scott (laughs) hit him in the head with it again.
2: What? (laughs) Yeah.
0: It makes me so sad that he committed this hard to a movie like this.
1: (laughs) So I don't know. It was unbearable to listen to. I have I have what I like to be happy about as a good surround sound system so that I can watch movies and experience the audio the way some audio engineer wanted me to. And this whole movie is brr, brr, brr. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just why does he have Hanzi on his neck? Why does he have what what does it mean? I didn't have time to pause it to figure out. I don't fucking know. I don't I don't I don't know why they made this movie. So I'm gonna give it away. <laughs>
4: yeah i think i'm on the same page i'm gonna go out and say one because there's not a lot of worse things i've seen in my life and (laughs) you know it's bad when like a major not not primary but a secondary speaking role goes to the guy in men in black who had to get pulled over on the road because his alien wife was giving birth was that the guy? That's, I think, I I have not looked it, it, is, it up on I think IMDb. it's the guy. I, I think, think that's the guy. guy. <laughs> that's, like, one of your main actors. And he actually is responsible for doing one of the characters with, with like, the most emotional and neurological needs, right? So, anyways, not a good sign. Okay, interesting. <laughs> uh, also, I didn't know which problematic scene Jace was talking about when he said, I saw a trailer that had a problematic scene in it. Because, like, one happened two minutes in, and I was like, oh, that's probably it. And there are about 70 more. Um, this is I'm doing a speed fire here. I started looking forward to the ads. Guys, thank God this yeah. was on Tubi. Because the ads <laughs> let me be like, whew, man. I, le- I, le- I listened to them. I didn't even mute them. Because it was the only time that bass got out of my head. Um, and But with the ads, just using the dialogue, like if I picked up my phone, I wasn't sure whether I was back from an ad yet. It was the same style of dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and after we watched this movie, I just started watching normal TV. Like, normally when I'm done with a movie, it's like, okay, I need some time to decompress, get up, walk around, maybe just, you know, go to bed or do whatever. But I just changed the channel. And uh, that's it. It it was like TV, it was just like background noise, essentially. And I didn't like, I don't think I liked a single thing out of it. Oh, yeah. So, one, that's because that's how low my scale goes. A
0: one. Kaimi, what do you think about this dang movie Ooh, here?
3: Alright. Where do I start? <laughs> so I watch a lot of movies and movie reviews and everything um, and I think one of the things that I find really frustrating when I watch a movie is where there's like a cool concept or cool things kind of locked in with the rest of a shitty movie. And I think this is one of them. There's like a lot of stuff we talk about where the different scenes happen. It's like, oh that's pretty cool. They gotta sync the explosion with the bass drop. Right. Or um, yeah stuff like that. And it's like yeah, I think if we did this movie again or fixed a lot of things in it, it could be really cool to watch. I think I'd really enjoy a heist movie where you're kind of like locked in a claustrophobic the rave party for the entire thing. That could be a really sick concept. But yeah, it just like that sounds like a movie that I would love to watch. <laughs> and, um, this was definitely not it. It was just bad. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> um, usually when I watch movies, I think about like, um, oh, how would I fix uh, this scene or how would I like Create better tension in this scene later on. And if I have to keep doing that every like five minutes, then probably not a good movie. So if I'm trying to put this on a scale, I think I mentioned earlier that the last thing he wanted was like probably that's like a one for me. That's just completely unwatchable. Considering this is like actually kind of watchable, (laughs) it kind of moves it up a little bit. So I might put it at a four. It's just left of that bell curve, just kind of boring. It's a thing that is on the screen and. It makes noise and has flashing lights. On.
0: Wow. God damn. You are the shining warrior defending I do this not movie. like this. <laughs>
3: My name is Kaimi, and Kaimi. I do not endorse this movie or anything in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A four. You're like the the meme with the knight with the giant shield protecting like the movie. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I, I don't
3: feel good about it. either. No, it's well, it's, it's kinda,
0: like it's fair. you can kill See, it.
3: I, yeah, I, I was a little entertained <laughs> sometimes yeah. watching the antics go down and all the little pieces fall apart, but yeah, the execution was just so terrible. Yeah.
0: Totally valid because there's a lot of people in the IMDb reviews who did really like this movie, which which has me shook. So a lot of people gave it a 10. And they vote. <laughs> Yeah, folks, there's people like this out there. So maybe you should get yourselves to the ballot boxes. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie, boy, oh, boy, uh, usually made for TV movies is usually not good. But this movie, however, really set out to show that it's a giant piece of shit. Like, there, it goes beyond not good uh, to where, like, I think it takes away from art somehow. Like, I think this existing takes away from cinema. Like, it took something away that can't be put back inside me. Um, It was a very, very bad movie in almost every sense, and I don't think it had any redeeming features for me. (laughs) Like, I watched it, like, yesterday. I started at 4 p.m., and I I made it halfway through, and I ended watching it at 10 p.m. because I had that many distractions and things I wanted to do besides watch it. (laughs) Um, It was a very, very rough watch. I don't think I could recommend this to anyone, it's it's just it, it fucking it's just a fucking bad movie, <laughs> Sean. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know who threatened you or blackmailed you into doing this this film, um, but I'm glad you, you ended up having a career after it. I don't know if this is necessarily your fault. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say maybe the, you were the best part of this movie, but that's not saying much. This movie is gonna be a double goose eggs in the spirit of Christmas, and spirit of Easter, that <laughs> just happened, in the spirit of spaghetti. Spaghetti. It's spirit of spaghetti. <laughs> uh double meatballs two zeros for me fucking double o's I, i've got nothing to say <laughs> this this movie had me going stark raving mad oh there you go oh he said it <laughs> said the movie looks at camera I, i'm sorry guy i'm sorry you had to watch it and uh i'm really i'm sorry. also sorry <laughs> and also I, i'm but i'm not sorry uh to have you on uh you've been a great guest dog thank you for for coming on dude like you're welcome to come back on when we watch a better movie with a yeah. good movie and, and
1: maybe <laughs> yes. maybe we can all we can have a better time <laughs> and uh, i promise to never do this to a guest again just unless hey, i no, change my mind you wanted him to hey, watch if you're something listening, shitty if
3: no. you're listening in your car right now and you're thinking you want to be a guest make sure you yes. uh know what the movie is first you before go. you say <laughs> yes or no
1: like Denali just said, it has a lot of 10s on IMDb. How am I supposed to search through <laughs> all of those ratings to determine whether or not yeah. a guest is going to en- enjoy? Um, Ryan, what do you got for next, okay, next guys. week?
4: You know, we need, a lot, we need a lot of reform in our lives. Yes. And we need Bring a lot of reform up. in this season. We're going off the rails. And what I think we need is for Sean Williams Scott to get on our little black box movie screen and be a good old fashioned role model. All right. So this is a, I think this is going to be right up our alley. I mean, at least my alley. Like he's not, he's not the main character. I think it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. And role models. And uh, I think it's a good like late 2000s comedy, right?
2: Yeah,
3: Because those 2,000 comedies are just so good every
4: time. You- <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, this is one of those. It's in, it's in Let's watch another. There's
0: going yeah. to be nothing wrong with it. Sweet, Ryan. I'm stoked. Haven't seen it since it came out. Uh, join us next week for our review of Role Models. Hit us up on IG. Everywhere you get your podcasts. Rate us. Review us. Rate Kaimi. He's a great guest. Do it for Kaimi. Uh, Kaimi, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, It's your open mic. You know, This is your podium.
3: Oh, geez! Or we could do um, a Seanism. I thought we were going to make like an advice thing.
0: Yeah. You don't want to say, okay, we can make it an advice, <laughs> we advice can make, thing. You don't want to use the podium. Advice. You have nothing to sell. Uh, okay, let's do it. Um, Let him start. Okay, Ryan, do you, speed round. Okay, Kaimi, uh, you can start us off. Just say a word. Sometimes. I.
1: Sometimes I want. Ten. Omelette. Um, omelette? Omelette. What'd you say? He said omelette. Oh, you did say omelette. Yeah. Come on. That's it. That's it. Omelet tacos, tacos. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes, I <want> <laughs> <ten> <laughs>
2: Sometimes I want 10 omelets. Sometimes I want
0: 10
4: omelets.
2: That's up. Oops.